You're listening to a very special Longbox Crusade episode, The 12 Days of Crusademus, 2022. Agency Mazing. Hello and welcome to the 12th and final installment of the 12 Days of Crusademus for 2022, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. The 12 Days of Crusademus is our gift to the comic-loving podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. And we have been celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some overlooked comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each day of the 12 Days of Crusademus 2022, we have brought you a new hidden gem of a comic series. Brought to you either by one of our Jingling All the Way co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests. Until we get all the way to today. Woohoo! Today is December 25th, Christmas Day! Woo! Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry oh, Christmas! Oh! oh. <sighs> It's so great to be here. I got the fire stoked up and it's ready, nice and warm. I've made fresh cocoa for everyone, but let me tell you about what we're doing. This is the final day, the 12th day of Crusademus. I am Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Christatos Kringle. Ho, 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 ho. And I want you guys to know, stick around to the very end of this episode to hear the full version of Twas the Night Before Crusademus story that I've been telling over the last 11 episodes. But now that they've been waiting so long, let me introduce you guys to the jolly old elves joining me around the fire for this 12th day. Hot cocoa in hand, candy canes, and a stocking in each hand filled with bits and bits and bits and bits for today's final unwrapping. Sitting next to me, cozy by the fire, is Jared, the Christmas probe. 12 mazes agency. There, I did it good. Yeah, you try to show me up. That was awesome, Jared. That was a good job, Jared. <laughs> More importantly, I brought a, a Christmas joke for you. Pat, are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. 11 of them. Why not do a baker's dozen? Get ready to laugh, everybody. Here we go. What are the best Christmas sweaters made of? <laughs> Satin claws. That's not bad, but they're made of fleece. Navidad. Oh. <laughs> oh. Fleece Navidad, everyone. Fleece, fleece Navidad. Oh. Navidad. See you next year. <laughs> How many pages of that book do you have left? I don't know. But <laughs> I'm too many. Right. Too I'm many. <laughs> It's a, it's a constantly updated websites. We'll be here every year. All right. Well, Feliz Navidad to you too, Jared. Great to have you here with me on this day. Yes. And Merry Christmas to everyone tuning in and listening. So happy you're all here with us. Also sitting here by the fireplace with me is Jason the Weasel Wreath Skull. Merry Christmas, Pat, ladies and gentlemen. For the last time this year. Mary Jane. It's Christmas time, it's Christmas time, it's Christmas time, it's yours and mine. Oh my goodness, it is the big day, and it all came together. I'm so proud of you boys. Thank Pat! you, Mary Jane. Thank you. Place is popping, man. It is. I love it. I love it. Got the decorations all up. 
You outdid yourself, sir. I know you did it with no help because these guys do not help you at all. I can't say as I blame them because you're so efficient. They just get in the way. Jed! Jed! <laughs> hey, Mary Jane. Looking forward to seeing you at the New Year's party in about a week. Oh, you know I'll be there. And guess what? The lawyer said it all came through. Ruth and Darren are good to go. We've got... Ooh. 12 feet of separation. We got Shag over here with the fire and water crew. Ruth and Darren over here. Darren's pretty cool. He can mingle. But that Ruth, I saw the picture. I saw right the picture. Right across Southern. Right across So good job. Good job getting the lawyers. Delvin, yes. my chocolate fountain got me my chocolate fountain. Oh this is God. the greatest day ever. We're going to have so much fun. And, uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who? Who's this guy? No, we don't have anybody else on the 12th day of Crusaders. What's your name, sir? I'm not sure I remember. Um, uh, uh, my name is Chris. How are you? What was it before you changed it? All right. One last question. Weasel <laughs> yes, Star, what test did I give you? I don't remember. I don't see you doing anything. I was in charge of the budget, Mary Jane. I'm sure all this came in under our uh, agreed upon. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. I gotta go. Y'all missing those fleeks Navidad jokes, right? It's a big day. She's yeah, a I should maybe stop handing out stockings of bits and bits and bits. But I haven't introduced yet the other member of the LBC crew, Delvin, the Winter Web. How are you? I'm good. Merry Christmas, Pat. Merry Christmas, Delvin. It's the day. It's here. It's Christmas Day. And I just want to say that I am grateful for you, and I'm grateful for Jason, and I'm grateful for Jared, and I'm grateful for Mary Jane, and I'm grateful for Chris Walken, and and I'm grateful for the ghost of Sean Connery. Like, does anyone else see him? Like, I mean, for whatever reason, it's happening when I'm when I'm showering, and it's kind of making me uncomfortable. If if I'm I'm, I'm honest with you, you know, it's. Just, it's but I, what can I do? He's a ghost, like, like Hammerhead, right? He can't really do anything. So I'm not really afraid. But, you know, you're soaping up and he's just like staring. And See? See? Did you, did you guys hear that? Did you, did you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Oh, I my. you when you're sleeping. Oh, my I God. That, it, it, it's right there. It's You have to hear that. Is he wearing a terry cloth onesie? Like, does he want to hand you that terry cloth when you get out of the shower and all? Or? You know, the less the less I say, the better. Now, I'm I'm just a little creeped out, but that's all right. We'll get through it. It's Christmas Day. Well, tell him we all said hello and we miss him. Okay, I will. And wish him a merry Christmas as well, too. I, I will tell him that too. Well, as you all probably heard his name already, thanks to Mary Jane, I want to introduce a very special guest we have joining us for this 12th day. It is the man who puts Chris in Christmas. Chris Sheehan is on Infinite Earth's blog site. He also does the X-Lapse podcast and the Maze Lighting podcast, which is a reason why I wanted him here with us today with Ed Moore on that one. And of course, one of my favorite podcasts, Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill podcast. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me and Merry Christmas, everybody. It's two days away from my birthday now, if today's Christmas, I guess. So there's All that. Right, get your extra presents ready, everybody. Yeah, I, I only I usually get the the, the dual present, which kind of sucks, and it sucked Ooh. my whole life. <laughs> That's two sky strikers, man. Two sky strikers, or it's the, the bi- or it's Christmas. the bigger bag of socks. Mm. You know, like, <laughs> this is enough for both. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, thank you guys for having me here. Um, it, it means a lot. I, I really appreciate it. Well, Chris, it's great to have you here with us and to help me talk about what I have gift wrapped in this stocking. 
Well, as you heard in the singing intro today is 12 Maze Agencies Mazing, which means we're unwrapping Maze Agency number one from December 1988, published by Comico. Now for a brief history on the series and creators. The Maze Agency was first published privately by Mike W. Barr with art by Alan Davis. A full series initially with art by Adam Hughes and Rick Magyar was published by Comico Comics for seven issues in 1988 through 1989. Shortly before Comico ceased operations, the title moved over to Innovation Comics for another 16 issues issues 8 through 23, plus an annual and a special running until 1991. The Maze Agency was one of the few mystery comic books to play fair with the reader. For example, that means giving out sufficient clues for the reader to solve the mystery. The Maze Agency was a 1989 nominee for the Will Eisner Comic Industry Awards for Best New Series. And in July 2022, Scout Comics has announced that they will be reviving the series with Barr joining by artist Silvino Beltramo. So let me tell you some of the reasons why I love this book. I will admit that I'm a sucker for mystery and whodunit stories like Sherlock Holmes, Encyclopedia Brown, The Hardy Boys, Scooby-Doo, Clue, The Movie, Murder, She Wrote, Hallmark Movies and Mystery Shows, especially the Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. Okay, I, I like mystery romances. And of course, the LBC Crew show that we do here on the Longbox Crusade. The other thing about this is it's something different to read other than just superheroes. And it makes me want to use my brain to try and solve the mystery. So before we go any further, have any of you read the Maze Agency comics from Comico before? We'll start with Jason. No, Pat, I've never read it. This was a true Christmas gem for me. So Ooh, I really gem, he says. You bring it. Never even heard of it. Playing your cards early there. Mm -hmm. Delvin. Nope, I have not heard of it. The only maze that I heard of um, was featuring Frankie Beverly. So yeah, it was that. R&B. Okay. I was going to say, Jared was it. getting, I could see him kind of <laughs> head bobbing along. and was like, hey, you had me like a deer in headlights. The, the, the other two black people who listen to this show, they'll also laugh at them. <laughs> and me. <laughs> and Jared. Speaking about Jared, Jared, have you read May's Agency before? Yes. I've read every issue uh, from its inception to its relaunch. I'm kidding. I haven't read it. Oh, I didn't even read oh, this I was one. Surprise! That I expected, Chris. I know you have read them before, mm -hmm. and again, this is the reason why I wanted Chris on the show because he was an inspiration. When I heard the episode of Maze Lighting, I was like, "Wow, this sounds like a really cool series to talk about and bring to Crusade Miss." And I read the first issue, and I was totally on board with it. And I wanted to thank Chris for kind of doing what we do here with introducing others to comics that have been overlooked or just are need a new spotlight to be looked at. So, Chris, thank you for doing what you did. And, and thank Ed as well, too, mm -hmm. for the podcast that brought me into finding this series. Well, thank you for listening to it. I, I think you might be the one. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's a good thing. No, The Maze Agency, this is a book that I discovered back probably mid-2000s. Uh, you know, the site CBR, uh, they had like those blogs on there that would, mm -hmm. um, like you'd have like the Urban Mysteries column and stuff like that. There was a column on there about, I don't remember the name of it, and I don't even remember who wrote it. I think it was a guy named Greg something. Burgess? Burgess? Maybe? I don't remember. But he would write articles about just like runs in comics that he thought everybody should check out. 
So it might be like 20 issues of the Peter David Hulk. You know, it's like these, you need to read these and this is why. It might be something that you know, it might be something very, very popular and it also might be something very, very obscure. And one time he spoke about, or he wrote about uh, the Maze Agency. And just from reading what he wrote about it, I saw just such amazing potential for this kind of a story being told in, you know, using the comics language, you know, I, I'd never, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have read horror comics that aren't scary. We've read mystery comics that aren't mysterious. You know, it's, it's hard to stick the landing when you try to take something that may be better suited for a different medium and kind of push it into the comics fold. And um, I was intrigued and it took me forever to actually find a single issue of the thing. I went around to all the local shops asking if anybody had heard of it. Nobody had heard of it. And finally, I found the first issue in in a quarter bin somewhere and I read it and I loved it and I wanted more of it, but I couldn't find it. So over the next 15 years, um, I would find an issue here and again, and uh, they would never be consecutive. So I wouldn't want to read too far ahead, but I would, you know, look at them. And eventually I, I came across a, a bin that had the entire run for a quarter each. Uh, wow. It was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> this was my box. I snagged it all up. I mean, you guys create content for this internet, right? It's it's kind of difficult to do sure, fun right? re- I mean, it's kind of difficult to do fun reading when you mm-hmm. do content, you know? So you're always, like, you guys have your shows, you guys have the books you read for those shows, and that's kind of all you get to do. Word. You know, so it's, yes. <laughs> exactly, it's a, it's a prison. You need to like justify everything you read. You have to make sure it's like a a multitasker. You're going to write about it. You're going to research with it. You're going to cite from it. And uh, with Maze Agency, I just had this stack of books I wanted to read so badly. But it's like, well, I got X-Men to read. You know, I got to talk about X-Men. So I needed to find a way to facilitate my reading it. And so, as we always do, you make a new show. That's my Maze Agency story. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on here, and I'm so glad that you enjoyed the show enough to to check out the book. Appreciate you telling us the, the story behind the story. Why don't we go ahead and get into this so we can figure out, does everybody like it? Do I get all 12 candy canes this year from everybody? I'm anxious to find out. So for today's episode, I asked the LBC crew to read Maze Agency number one because it's the first issue of the series and gives just enough information about the main characters to interest you in wanting to learn more about them and their relationship along with the mysteries. Also, this is a done in one mystery. So you can just jump right into your detective mode and try to solve this first mystery with the clues that were given as part of the story. And I'm interested to find out, did you guys catch the clues or not? But before we do, let me go ahead and give a quick summary of this particular issue. We are introduced to Jennifer Mays, who runs the Mays Agency. She is presented with the information that the art thief, the rogue, is planning to rob an exhibit of paintings ahead of the theft. She immediately calls in Gabriel Webb, and they arrange to meet at the exhibit that evening to go over the security arrangements. That evening, Gabriel and Jennifer attend the opening. At the premiere, a scene occurs when the artist's divorced wife appears and claims that the paintings are hers until the artist pays off back alimony, putting an end to the gala opening. Gabrielle takes Jennifer home, and we discover that there might be something between the two main characters, but also that Jennifer may be recovering from a lost husband. That evening, the rogue strikes at the gallery. 
The guard on duty is shot, but manages to sound off the silent alarm to Jennifer's phone. Jennifer immediately calls Gabriel, and they rush to the scene of the crime, where they discover that the thief has made off with the frames, but left the paintings. After speaking to the recovering guard, his retelling of the night's events gives Gabriel enough information he needs to solve the crime. So did you guys figure out who did it, or did you guys get duped like I usually do? Let's go ahead and find out. We'll start with Delvin. I got duped. So uh, another way of saying that is it caused me joy and pain. See, that is a maze featuring Frankie Beverly. Sunshine. (laughs) See, there we go. I know that song. Then you know what Maze and Frankie Beverly. Now, uh, about the comic book. I'm probably the boat anchor here. I didn't hate it. Baby, hands up. Absolutely did not hate it. It was a good read. And if anything, what I probably needed to do is be able to sit there in some peace and quiet and not read it at work, which is what I did. Because I could have appreciated it a little bit more. I read it and I missed the complete nuance of the mystery. I did pick up that it was a mystery. I did pick up the artwork. And thanks to Jared, uh, Jared told me that the artist jumped on JLI for an extended run. And I kind of got a little bit of JLI in some of the drawings that he did where he would kind of put some humor gags in left and right. I caught a couple of those and I thought that was clever. The main character, um, Maze, I thought she was cool. And I thought that the mystery built overall was good. And And it didn't come across as insulting or anything like that. So there were plenty of elements to like about it. I absolutely did understand why you would like it seeing as some of the stuff that you've brought in before. So I do um, understand about that. That's what I got to say. The two main characters from this uh, book actually show up in a JLI issue. The Kui 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 issue. They're uh, there when they're uh, vacationing. They show up. Oh, interesting. Jerk, did you get duped? Well, if I had read it, I probably would not have been. Oh, you took it before I could. (laughs) I was really hoping I would go next. All right. I did indeed read it. I did indeed enjoy it. It's kind of funny because I kind of got duped, but kind of didn't get duped. Because at one point I was like, I feel like this painter guy is bringing back the rogue just to bring back interest Mm -hmm. to his painting. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, but I don't think he killed anybody. And I was right. (laughs) But like, I didn't feel right. I mean, because in my head I was like, but I I think he's the rogue, but I don't think he killed anybody. And I was right because it was two different things so i kind of got duped but then I, I guess i didn't get duped but it was anyway it was complicated i will say that yeah i definitely saw mike w Barr and i saw adam hughes and all this is some early talent uh, on these books and i also saw them do nods to charlie chan mystery movies which i was mm-hmm. like that's pretty cool too i've seen all of those i had the box set and they're they're all pretty good uh, very entertaining but anyways yeah it's got a lot going for it it's very different from most comics in that, like you said, Pat, they are like one and done mystery stories that play fair with the readers so you can solve them. And I just think that's really charming that it's this really different book, you know, in a world of fresh take. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero books or scary books or military Mm -hmm. books or what have you. This one really kind of stood out. So, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit, sir. Good to hear. Jason, did you get duped? 
I did get a bit duped. I'm kind of like where Delvin was, where I had to put the book down and then read the last bit of it fairly quickly. And so I think I missed a couple key things. It was one of those situations where I got to sit down and really start reading it. And then I got interrupted. And then I was like, oh, I got to try to cram the rest of this in. I should have just kind of started again and read it all the way through. I will say I knew there were two sets of paintings. I just when when the the paintings uh, were left and the frames were taken, I was like, I'm guessing there's probably two sets of paintings. And I honestly don't know. I still don't know which ones were on the wall. I thought they were the fakes that were on the wall. From my understanding, the fakes were on the wall and the originals were left. That's okay. That's what I I thought. When I saw the ex-wife come in, I just immediately assumed she did it. But I still have scars from my last divorce. So that's probably that probably (laughs) factored in. I like the chemistry between the two characters, Jennifer Mays and uh, Gabriel Webb. That was entertaining as well. So there was a lot to like about this book. And uh, it's something that I would definitely be on the lookout for when I'm at the conventions going forward. Definitely. I think you you made a good point there where if this is something you're going to read and, and Delvin to Delvin's point too, is it's, it's something that I think you just need to kind of do a slow read through and pick everything up, which is a great thing because you're not rushing through a quick comic like, oh, action, action, action. There's so much going on, not only in the text of this to, to kind of help do some of the mystery, but also in the panels as well, too, that help you kind of go through and find the clues and all that. So there, there's a lot to kind of take in. Well, let's go ahead and find out how many candy canes you guys want to give this series. Are you interested in reading more from this series? And we do that by using the official Crusademus candy cane scale. So on a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes, 12 being extremely interested and 1 being no interest at all, you're going to return that the next day after Christmas. Right away, you're right front in the line wanting to return that gift of socks. How many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? Jared. I am going to give the Maze Agency on Christmas Day five candy cane. But I'm saving the other five for two days later to give to Chris for his birthday. Because <laughs> I'm going in at 10 candy canes total. I was really impressed. I'm going to be looking for more. Very good. I like what you did there. Jason, how many candy canes are you willing to part with? Humor, I'm going to go ahead and give it two. It was well above average. I chuckled a couple times. Heart, I'm going to give it a full three. I really like the feel the throwback to the moonlighting that we talked about. Spectacle, I'm going to give it a two. I have a feeling I might be shortchanging it a little bit because I didn't sit down and digest the full mystery and all the clues aspect of it. But that's kind of where I landed after a first read of this. And art, Chris said it best. I think the art was just perfect for the book, so I gave it a three. That gives us 10 candy canes. You know, I bump it up for 11 with enthusiasm. I'm going to take off five because you crapped all over my but then i'm gonna give five back because you know it's christmas and 12 candy canes pat just take all 12 what thank you jason no i appreciate that 12 candy canes wow wow i might have to rethink next year crusade miss for you 
That's right, man. Remember this come next yeah. Crusade. <laughs> we can't be cutting these Crusade deals here. <laughs> My memory only lasts a couple weeks, so don't worry about it. It'll be all right. I don't remember what I did yesterday. So anyway, Delvin, how many candy canes are you going to give? I don't even have any huge, bright, crazy thing. I'm, I'm at a nine. It was good. It was good. It was worth reading. Chris absolutely should continue uh, his run on the show. But a nine. It was it was good. I did enjoy it. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful to have read it. All right. Let me give you just one last recommendation. If Jason's 12 candy canes, Jared's 10, and Delvin's 9 hasn't already interested you in learning more or reading more about this. As I said before, this is a great alternative to reading some superhero comics, you know, and this is one that I feel you can go back on just to figure out that mystery again later on and take some time to look at that artwork and the detail and and all that in it. And again, it was a fun time reading. It was a fun time trying to solve the mystery along with the good character development in this. So if you're interested to see where the two go with their relationship and all the other mysteries that are bound, check the series out. But with that, that's going to wrap up today's gift-giving season of the 12 Days of Crusademus. We'd love to hear from you if you are familiar with any of the comics we have covered here on the show. Or if you give one of our recommendations a try, let us know what you think. You can do that on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Longbox Crusade. Just leave a comment there. You can email at contact at Longbox Crusade as well. And if you are loving Crusademus and didn't get a chance to listen to last year or just want to hear more of Crusademus, if you scroll far enough back on your feed, you can find all the episodes from Crusademus Past. That's 2021, 2020, 2019. 2018, and even the OG 2017. Woo! That's six years of Crusademus. Now, before we go, let's get to the full reading of Twas the Night Before Crusademus. Twas the night before Crusademus, when all through the LBC home arrangement, not a creature was stirring, not even Clinton in the basement. The LBC crew stockings were hung by the festively decorated fireplace with care in hopes that St. Crustados soon will be there. The LBC crew were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of bits and bits danced in their heads. And MJ in her kerchief and Sean in his terrycloth onesie and cap had just finished their drinks and got ready for a long winter's nap went out on the snow-covered LBC lawn, there arose such a clatter. Sean sprang from his bed to see what was the matter. Away from the window, Sean flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon shined on the new-fallen snow, gave a luster of midnight to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a tall, middle-aged driver, so lanky, and with a bag full of tostados, I knew in a moment he must be St. Christatos. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and he shouted, and he called them by name. Now Jared, now Jason, now Delvin and Clinton, on Rick, on Kathy, on Joe, on Alan, on Maggie, and on Jonathan. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet 
with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up on the housetop, the Corsairs, they flew with the sleigh full of toys and St. Crustados too. And then in a twinkle, Sean heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As Sean drew in his head and was turning around, down the chimney, St. Crustados came with a bound. St. Crustados was dressed in all fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with pipe ashes and soot. A bundle of bits and some sky strikers too he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples so merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry, but no heroin. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, oh that smoke, it circled around his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And Sean laughed when Sean saw him in spite of himself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon let Sean know he had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings with comics and bits too, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to the sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like a rocket missile. But Sean heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Crusademus to all, and to all a good night. I hope you all enjoyed the full reading of Twas the Night Before Crusademus. Now, before we close out the show, here are some holiday greetings from the LBC crew, LBC family, and Crusader Club members. Hey, this is Jared Albrecht, the Death Probe, and the Art Sale Artist, and I just want to say to everybody listening, thank you so much for the support of another year at Long Box Crusade. Uh, you guys mean the world to us, whether you are a full-blown Crusaders Club member, or whether you just share, like, or retweet, or whether you lurk and listen. We appreciate each and every one of you. We hope you have a great holiday season. We're really looking forward to what we can bring you in 2023. So thanks for being here, and we'll see you next year. Hey everybody, Clinton here, just chilling in the basement waiting for Pat. He's supposed to come down and get me so I can help him like string up these lights. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to help him decorate this year. Can you believe it? Oh, hey, I think I hear him No, no, that's Mary Jane and she's getting the lights. Okay, I guess I'm not helping Pat this year. Well, you know, maybe the other guys are offering to help and Mary Jane's... Yeah, anyway... Well, since I'm recording anyway, I just want to wish all you lovely listeners a Merry Crusademus. Thank you so much for sticking with the network, and especially, you know, sticking with me. I know I wasn't the most productive member of the LBC this year, but, you know, we, we all have our tough, tough basement days, I guess. Is that a rat? No, 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 no. That's just a, a Christmas rat. <laughs> it's not a deadly rat. Oh, goodness. 
But yeah, thanks so much, everybody, for all the love, support, everything you give this network. We couldn't be here without you. Uh, we do it for you guys. And uh, just if, if you want to like send keys that I can try on the basement door, that would be great. Um, or maybe I could whittle down a candy cane. That, that sounds good, too. But, um, yeah, I, I better I better quit giving ideas or Pat won't let this go out. So, I just say Merry Crusademus. Thanks for sticking with us. And we're looking forward to a very productive and enjoyable 2023. This is Kathy Bright, your MVP. Popping in to wish a joyful holiday season to the Longbox Crusade Network. Crusaders Club members, and everyone who listens. Thank you all for welcoming me, and thank you for supporting all of the LBC crew in this wacky and wonderful adventure. Happy holidays! Hey everybody, Weasel Skull here. Merry Christmas. Thanks everybody who's tuned in and listened, anybody that's liked, retweeted, all you folks that have just given uh, love to the show. We love you. Have a very Merry Christmas and a happy 2023. Weasel Skull out. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prosperos años. Felicidad. Feliz Navidad from the Wolf Pack. Hello, this is a Christmas message for my dear friends at the Long Box Crusade. Um, I've enjoyed very much listening to your podcasts um, this year in particular, and, and the years before. I won't, you know, it's not like it got your act together this year. They were good before that. Um, but yeah, um, Pat, I really enjoy your sense of humour. You, you are wickedly funny and people don't expect it because you are, uh, you fly under the radar and then you just pop up with a, a, a nuke and it just blows everyone away. So I really respect that, Pat. Uh, Jason, your the, the names for your action scenes on Action Film Face-Off are always a chuckle to me. Um, you're very, very clever. Um, yeah, and I, I do enjoy your sense of humour and the references you make. Delvin, what can I say about you? You put a lot of effort into what you do. Uh, the, the podcasts you run are some of the best run. Uh, yeah, and, you know, you just, I find the way you fit in is, is just... You know, you you're innocuously sly and clever and smart and you know really good and yeah I, I think people underestimate you, Delvin. And um, yeah, that's a lot. So I, I just uh, you know really enjoyed your stuff and, it, and it's great to know you and call you my friends. Oh, um, apparently there's another person on the your show is called Jared. Jared. Um, not sure which one he is, um, but yeah, I. Actually, oh, is he the, he's the art guy, the guy who, you know, does the rubbish art. Um, yeah, uh, Jared, Jared, yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I remember you, yeah. I, I think I would call you one of my close online friends and, um, you know, it's been very good to, uh, to know you so well. Anyway, thanks, guys, and thank you, Kathy, for um, brightening up the place and uh, uh, dampening down the sausage fest. So, you know, um, that sounds wrong. Anyway, uh, love you all. Have a great Christmas time, uh, season, New Year, holiday break um, in the cold like Americans do. And I will see you hopefully all at Heroes Con next year um, where we're going to watch Tremors together. Thanks, Delvin. I can't wait. 
Hey everybody, it's Delvin, uh, aka Dark Web. I, I follow this guy on Instagram. His name's Robert Wyatt. Like he uh, is known for a couple of things. One, he has a ridiculously long beard that I will never attain uh, or, or get to. But the other thing, uh, and the more important thing uh, for the season actually, is that he always talks about having gratitude. Uh, and I've tried to exercise that a lot in my life uh, recently, and especially this year. When it comes to the Long Box Crusade, uh, I have a lot of gratitude uh, for my friends on the network. Uh, and I have a lot of gratitude for the fans, the people who actually listen and come in on live streams, literally every like or retweet that uh, we've received. I'm just extraordinarily grateful for it. It brings me a lot of personal joy and happiness to see everything that we've done. Like, There's a, a decent amount of hard work that goes on uh, behind the scenes uh, by uh, me and by the rest of the guys. And to have that brought back to us uh, makes me very grateful. So Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope everyone uh, has a nice and peaceful holiday. Thank you. Have yourself a merry wee crusade month. Hope your it's great. You'll use your time to sit around and master. Something you always wanted to learn, like painting your chemistry, because come on, guys, we all need the bathroom. So have yourself a merry wee crusade must day. Hello everyone, this is Pat DJ Christatos, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. The most beautiful things in life are not things. They're people and places, memories and pictures. They're feelings and moments and smiles and laughter. I hope the Longbox Crusade has brought you joy and laughter this year. Happy holidays, everyone. That's going to be a wrap for the 12 Days of Crusademus 2022. Please let us know if you listen to all 12 Crusademus 2022 episodes by using the hashtag, hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Delvin? Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Jared? Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Jason? Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Chris? Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. We would also like to say thank you so much to our guests that stopped by the Longbox Crusade Studios to hang around with us around the fireplace, sipping hot cocoa and talking about a favorite comic book of theirs. We had John Wilson, Aaron Henley, Kevin Reitzel, Tim Price, Tim Benson, Paul Spataro, Jason Lady, and Crusademus Club winner Joe November. We also had special guest Alan Porter. And our special guest this episode, Chris Sheehan. Thank you all for listening. Everyone, have a Merry Christmas from the LBC crew here at the festively decorated Longbox Crusade Studios. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good read. DJ Christados. Hey, that's me. Play one of my favorite Christmas jams. 
songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. Yeah, so when I say, Chris, take over, you just run with it, right? <laughs> or I just run. Delvin? There we go. I was being good. I was on mute. I'm just in there with Oh, I forgot we recorded. Back, back to working on half of script. He said, "What's your name, boys to man?" Hey, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, everybody, it's <laughs> BBD. It's great to whoa. have you here with us. Whoa, what? whoa, what, what? You better finish that damn poem before you move on. <laughs> Let's get crap under his arm. I told you, I'm going to play it all at the end. Oh, at the very end. I thought you meant the end of introductions. My bad. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Proceed with your podcast. <laughs> I was with you, Jared. I was like, what? what? I, was, I was with Pat. He said, he said at the end, I'd be listening. I'd be hey, listening to stuff. Hey, huh? I'm combining oh, it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Mary Jane rattling around in my brain. Come on now. <laughs> As you heard in the singing intro, today is 12 May's Agency Agencing, or 12 May's Agency Mazing. <laughs> just another footnote I would have gone with Rethel Skull Rethel Skull Rethel Skull <laughs> I said wreath oh yeah but I don't know that's what I this was like 11.30 last night I was trying to get that script figured out <laughs> Merry Christmas everybody I possibly would have said agencies 12 amazing you know just just for the heck of it just mix the words uh, up all completely yeah. I'm going back on mute <laughs> son of you guys probably love this day. <laughs> we do. It's Christmas Day at LBC headquarters. We're a little bit silly. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I see what my gift is from you guys is more bits and bits at my expenses. <sighs> next time you next time you all are coming out and helping me decorate, then I'll take the bits right out of you. I don't like any part of that plan. <laughs> <laughs> Not happy to be a part of it. Embrace the dupiness I have already, and you know, I'm I'm easily duped. Are you scooby dupe? Scooby-dee-dooped, yep. Cristado's the duped. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> that was my the eggnog has just made <laughs> its way around. You actually do a decent Scooby Doo. That was that was like goofy. Well, I mean, that was that was, that was, that was yeah. It was it was a it was a mix between them. But you know what? It's happy. Let's celebrate. Okay. Ooh. Jared. Hashtag Crusadeus Warrior. Jason. Yeah. No, that's not it. <laughs> Sorry, I got a pop up all of a sudden. Thanks for being here, Chris. Yeah, thank you for having. Thank me. you, Chris, for having uh, for for having us. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> it was my pleasure. Where's the damn poem? We do with the wicked, 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 whack. Make Christmas. He, he says it after after the show. He doesn't have it, so he's oh. gonna he's gonna do it all. I he's have it. Do, do it after show. You got it. We want to hear it. I don't want to know. I've already gone through the. He doesn't have it. <laughs> I got it, but you guys don't want to hear me read through one, two, three, four, six, seven paragraphs. Oh, so you're gonna do it like in post. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the final parts in post. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we're done. We're done.